BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, Doug Millard. Hey, Doug Benson. <laughs> Melly Mel. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you doing, buddy? I've got good news. What's that? We got two terrific guests today from film and television. Ooh. Uh, maybe some stage. I don't know their whole resumes. <laughs> uh, we got, uh, we know him best as Oscar on The Office. It's yeah. Great, the great Oscar Nunez is going to be here. And I'll explain, uh, you know, what makes him a, a Doug. <laughs> right. It's like a tease to get people to listen to this episode. That's all. We're shifting what, to what an Oscar. Oscar to what? Yeah, we're, we're shifting to an Oscar podcast. I mean, don't even tempt me because I, I would do a show that's just about the Academy Awards and <laughs> people named Oscar. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into that in a little while with our other guest, who I'm excited to say is Susie Nakamura, who is a very funny uh, comedic actress. She's been on just in the last year or so. You would have seen her on Avenue 5 and Veep and Dead to Me. Yeah. Not like, not like just guest roles. Those are shows that she's on, like, you know, shows up a bunch. So, so excited to have both of them to sit around and shoot the shit with us during this weird, weird time. <laughs> to talk about Doug's. Yeah. I mean, is there a better time? I mean, there's no worse time to do it. So let's do it. Play that right. theme song. Weirdest thing, um, people ask me, like, who is that singing the theme song? And uh, just, I just ran into him at the park one day. It's Satan and his granddaughter. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, they're, they're cute together, I think. It's like a, one of them, like, Shirley Temple acts. Yeah. Um, it's nice. Hello. <laughs> hello to Oscar Nunez and Susie Nakamura. How's it going? Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Thanks I for joining. You're both, you're both probably doing lots of Zoom type things like this. Uh, uh, I go in waves, Oscar. <laughs> also in waves, but but this is different because I can't really see anyone. It's just like speaking into a a thing. But this yeah. is good. Yeah, it's like doing a um, it's like doing a radio phoner. Yes, yes, but in a good way. I yeah. hope so. I hope it is. I hope it's, <laughs> I hope it's fun getting together and 
chatting. The show's called Wide World of Dugs. We'll be talking about Dugs, but we're really just happy to uh, hang out with the both of you. And uh, I just assume that you would uh, know each other, both being uh, amazing comedic actors here in Los Angeles for over the last decade or two. No, um, not all comedic actors know each other, Doug. <laughs> I know, it's weird. Uh, but, you know, co most comedians know each other. I, don't, I guess the difference is that we are, we're forced to hang out together more often in the clubs and whatnot. Yeah, but we do have, I think Oscar and I have uh, a lot of people in common. I know. Uh, I thought we did a game show or something together. Oh, shit. But maybe not. Maybe we oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you were both on uh, Jimmy Pardo's match game. <laughs> that were was you? not it. I was not. No, I but, was not. Were you on another game? Were you on a game with, uh, with Guy or? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm good friends with Kate Flannery. Oh, I am too. Oh. Uh. How did you meet her, Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> At the supermarket. <laughs> How do you oh, know her, Susie? Uh, Kate and I were hired on the same day at the Second City in Chicago. Oh, wow. You go way back. Okay. We go way back. Oh, Susie, I know we've probably met. I don't know. I know, but like you're, I, I feel oh, like it's oh, one of those things where like I feel like I know you, so, but I, I, I don't want to make that assumption. Well, this podcast doesn't end until we get to the bottom of it. You guys have definitely met. <laughs> I'm excited to, to bring you together because I do think you would, uh, you know, enjoy you know what? You know what? Very much. <laughs> You're, right. You're right, Doug. This might be it. This might be the first time. <laughs> Doug Benson is always right. That happens uh, once in a while, I'll say. But uh, okay, Oscar. First of all. Um, I've got, I've been lucky enough to do this a few times where you get to play a part where it's your name. So like for both you and everyone else involved, it, it's makes it much easier. How did it come about that you, that you were Oscar on the office that they just was a part written for you? Oh no, man. He, Greg Daniels, our, our showrunner just came up and he's like, do you mind if we use your name as, as the, the show on the this office show, and I thought, well, yeah, how long can this last? This will be the, <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. I think I think they uh, we had a lot of people on the cast, and I think there were certain names that we thought were funny to be office names, like Oscar, Angela, Phyllis, and Creed. <laughs> they just thought it would, those would be funny names. And Creed, it's not only his first name, his first and last. That's how crazy that is. Uh, <laughs> so Oscar was already in like the name bank and you just happened to get cast? No, no. They, they cast us and then they just didn't want to think of new names for us. They're like, do you mind if we just use your names? Cause they're good office names anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, so that's, yeah, that's an interesting, <laughs> that's an interesting approach, but yeah, I guess that, uh, you know, they didn't want, um, you know, they didn't want Leslie to use his real name. Right. They thought that, Oscar that was would a, be <laughs> that would be confusing. Yeah. Yeah. They thought Oscar was a funny office name and Angela and Phyllis are like, those are such good boring office names for these people. Yeah. Uh, if they don't mind, if the actors don't mind, and no one said no. Everyone's like, Yeah, whatever, use our names. Um and that it just got it's just weird in that when you hear your name in the street, you're like 
do they know me or it's just from the show? Mostly it's from the show. People just going, Oscar. I'm like, yeah, you don't really know me. It's just, you're just calling Oscar. Oh, that's got to be confusing. <laughs> a little bit, Susie, a little bit. At the beginning, I'm like, oh, no, and I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> you know, at the beginning, you're like, do they know? Who, who is it someone from uh, that really knows me in personal life? Or Right. But it was just a, yeah. Yeah. Well, that brings me to why you're here today, which is that you're an honorary Doug because you've played a Doug on, uh, uh, you know, as an actor. Twice, I think. Twice. Oh, okay. Wow. I've, only, I've only got one in mind. Tell me which one or, or both that you remember. My wife told me I played like a, a cruise director, like on, on That Girl or something. Hey, look at that girl. What's that, Joe? <laughs> yeah, you were Doug the cruise director on uh, New Girl. Yes, yes, New Girl. And then I think I was Father, <laughs> was I father Doug on People of Earth. Oh, really? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> but Father Doug, so you had the whole uh, priest I've, thing going? I played a priest several times. <laughs> I've played a priest like three or four times. I, I've never heard Father Doug together. That's, what that's was interesting. It? Father something? I don't know. I can't. I, <laughs> um, I should Google it. But yeah, I think I... Was it Father Doug? I know for sure it was Doug the Cruise Director on the... On the New Girl. New Girl, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, because that's, yeah. that's, that's a fun name. Like that's, you know, we talk a lot about, on the show about how the name Doug just kind of has certain comedic, and you know, connotations. Like you sort of conjure up a Doug before you even see them, you know. It's and fun to say. It's fun to say. It's one of those, those names that stops before you even say it. It just like Doug. It just stops. <laughs> yeah, it's not like unfinished. Right. <laughs> Even Bob sounds longer than Doug, and yet it has fewer letters. Bob, right. Doug. Yeah. Wow. Right? <laughs> I'm not even high, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and I made that observation. I can't even remember how it goes now. It stops before it finishes before you stop. What? What? <laughs> it before you even start saying it, Doug. <laughs> Bob has three letters, but you could go Bob. Doug, it just oh. goes Doug. Okay. <laughs> okay, that checks out. Yeah. Use, that, use that, Doug. That's for you. I'm gonna, yeah, thank you, you take that much. one. Yeah. Your fans don't, they'll freak out. You could do 10 minutes on that. Your fans are high. <laughs> they don't know what's happening. It's just, it really is um, the quickest name to say and also the hardest to understand when you're in like a nightclub setting. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, people think you're saying John, Greg. Bob, you could get a Bob in there. Ronaldo, like they just they just can't tell. We're <laughs> <laughs> all, all over the place. So it sounds like you don't really get that much into what the character's name is uh, in a role like like Doug, the cruise director. Like, do you do you remember what it felt like to be a Doug for you know a day or two? No, I'm only here. My wife told me I played a Doug on the on the thing. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I do. I remember having a lot of fun on the on the boat. We went to the Queen Mary. Uh, uh, yes, Doug, the cruise director. Um, did I do research about Dougs and? Yeah, did you have to get high and play video games? <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, I, I I didn't. I. You know, I I'm limited. When when I did uh, when I did a uh, um, um, People of Earth, 
Greg Daniels called me up and he, and he said, we have a, a cowboy, a, a, an astronaut or a priest. Which one do you want? He knows my limits. I need a uniform to show what character I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> so cruise director, I wear a uniform. I could do those things. Um, that's what I, but that's so funny that, it, so you specifically chose the, uh, a preacher, because I—that's what I would choose. Just because cowboy and astronaut, those costumes sound uncomfortable. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and hot, warm. And hot, yeah. Oh, how many times have you ever had to wear like a gun belt for like, uh, like to play a cop or something? I think so. Yeah, it's it's so. not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's not. It's not comfortable. No. No, it's. I don't know. It's so heavy and just. Uh, I can't. Have you ever played an officer of the law, Susie? Yeah, I did a pilot with Laura Silverman, and I was a, she was a paramedic, and I was a cop. Uh, and that, you're right, especially like the prop version of all that stuff, because it's, the leather is really stiff and new. Mm hmm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Digs into your hip. Yeah, yeah, this, this, this thick belt. It's like, it doesn't, it's almost like, you know, it's, like shorts or something. There's the, the belt itself is so thick. I wonder how long it takes a policeman to feel comfortable wearing that. Like what, what week of, you know, when you just feel comfortable walking around with all that stuff on you, the bullets, the weapons and all that. You're like, yeah, it's nothing. It's a second skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, I, I think it would always be conscious of it, you know, right? at, at least a little bit. You know, because you don't have freedom of movement. Like, you can't really move your arms around. Like, you can't do the, uh, what's that dancer, but the floss. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't <laughs> floss as an officer. You can't <laughs> floss. You're going to knock your gun out of its holster and it looks silly. <laughs> yeah, that's what will make you look silly there. <laughs> I'm sorry that this feels like a, like some sort of memory test, Oscar, but the next question is about uh, Doug's in your you know, your life. Have you had, have you been friends or? Yes, I have. Any Dougs? Yes, I have been friends with Dougs. Not counting you, there's a guy, Doug, uh, Doug, uh, what was the name? Doug Dickstein. And we, we were waiters together at, at, a, at a restaurant in Glendale and we had a lot of fun and he, what's he doing now? I don't know what he's doing. We're not in touch anymore, but he, we, he was very funny and we had a lot of fun working together. I is that the only one? I mean, with a name like Doug Dickstein, you better be funny. <laughs> Doug Jones, Doug, you. Of course, Doug Jones. He was uh, on the show a few weeks ago. And uh, we talked to him mostly about you playing a cruise director on New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was 90%. <laughs> Enough about Pan's Labyrinth. Oscar Nunez is in a film <laughs> called The Proposal. And it is the next level. It's one of my favorite romantic comedies. I'm not even kidding you, Oscar. Please don't tell me there's any Dugs on that, because I don't remember any Dugs on that movie. <laughs> I don't think there were. I brought it up more just to get us to Betty White. Yes, Betty Douglas White. That's kind of weird. <laughs> little known fact. I sit around writing that down all the time. Who, what, little known fact of what? Betty Douglas White. Her name, Doug, Doug, Betty Doug White. No way. No, no way. But I had you going for a second. <laughs> I, I was about to lose my mind. Oh I was my so God. excited. I was like, we got to try to book her for names. 
Because that's also like, that's why we just have, you know, I just have women on the show that, uh, that, you know, we like and want to hang out with because, you know, to the best of our knowledge, there's no Lady Dugs. Thank goodness. What a horrible name for a woman. It would be terrible. No, it would be awesome. Susie, go ahead. Expound. That would be, that would be, I think would be a kick-ass name for a woman. Yeah, but what about not? I hate to be old timey and all that, but in a hetero world, if the, if the the poor man is making love to her and he's like Douglas, oh, <laughs> strange name to call out. <laughs> there, but there's guy uh, women named like Robbie and Sydney and that kind of stuff, right? Isn't there? Yeah, I know. Uh, Douglas. Yeah, Douglas. there's some that there's some that cross over there. I feel like. I feel like those are more like uh, stuff that sticks once the person's a, more of an adult and has a personality. You know, I mean? would, like the parents I, don't know what your personality is going to be when they give you a name, which I think therefore the name is more likely to influence your personality than the other way around. Susie, I would love to meet a, a woman, Douglas. That'd be right? Fun. Yes. Hey, Douglas. And she'd be like <laughs> cool and I don't well, know, self assured. Apparently there is a woman Douglas in my aunt's knitting group, so I know one. (laughs) (gasps) So wait, is she like, is she 50, 70, or 90? I think 80s, 90s. Oh, that's (laughs) (laughs) kick-ass. That's the response everyone gives. Come on, (laughs) Oscar, tell me that's not the coolest an 80-year-old Douglas. And I love that you nailed the, the decades, Susie. You're right. She's like, she's either got to be. <laughs> <laughs> either or. But yeah, uh, Doug, Betty White was very cool. And I, you guys, I, I got to be a little bit friendly with her. We were like buddies. Wow. It was very sweet. Yeah, it was very, very sweet. She's very cool. And what do you do? Like uh, some weekends you hit her up on your cell and you get together and you no man, I you know what? If, Play basketball. I w- yeah. It, just to be serious for a moment, I w- if she were like in her, even in her sixties, but she's kind of up there, you guys. Yeah. So she no, she no. you know she lives in Brentwood, and I don't you know I'm not in touch with her. the only person you guys. I I am still in touch with one person from that cast that we are still very good friends to this day. And if he's in town, he'll come over, and if I'm wherever he is, I could call up and we'll hang out because can anyone guess who that is one person from that cast of the proposal if you remember well i mean Mm -hmm. you know movies yeah but i was gonna say it just doesn't sound like you know ryan reynolds has that kind of time to just nope nope and he's too high up he's above he's in the stratosphere i can't hang with him (laughs) but i love i i I love you turning the game uh, on me i love this i i want to i want to come up with this well, well i'll tell you what i tell you what I, Greg I, T. nelson no no <laughs> that's he, ridiculous he does a lot of work he's a working actor he's a working actor he's in a lot of things very talented fellow not one of the main members of not one of the main uh uh car- you know he wasn't a um a big part of the movie but he was in the movie he was a part of the movie an integral part of the movie was it Dennis O'Hare? Yes, Susie. Nice. Whoa. Ten points. Great pull. That guy's a great actor. He's great. I, he's a great actor. He's from Chicago, I think. 
and uh, yeah. I've he's seen him on on the on the Broadway uh, a couple of times, and he, he always uh, he right always delivers. Very very talented man. I he's saw him in Tartuffe at the National Theater in London last year. There you go. Oh, wow. So yeah, so that going was going to see shows. Remember that, you guys. Um, oh. In the before <laughs> times. So neat. The old hey, world. This is the perfect time to take a break when everybody's sad. Thinking about, <laughs> yeah, let's thinking bring about, that room down. Thinking about theater. And um, let's uh, go to a brief commercial message. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. We're talking to two of the foremost uh, experts on the name Doug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what would you call like a Doug scientist? Or I guess just a Dougologist? Oh, I guess. That just sounds too much like, you know, oh, don't you mean uh, archaeologist? <laughs> I really dig Dougology, man. Hey. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let Oscar off the hook for a second and uh, grill Susie about uh, Doug's and uh, also your own name. Susie's a fun name. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you don't really have an opinion about your name until you get to a certain age and everyone else has an opinion about it. Right. <laughs> is, you it, know? is it too fun? Do you think, do you, sometimes you just want to be serious? <laughs> like serious like uh Susie with an s <laughs> like an s seem like it just seems like uh you know it's hard to say without smiling is it yeah no i've 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 had a lot of people <laughs> scream Susie and they're not not happy at all <laughs> <laughs> um well, on uh dead to me, you play a a carrot mm-hmm. Um, which is, how do you feel about the, that turn that that's taken? Because that, the show's been around for a few seasons now, so the, the incident where Karen became like the new name for a woman who's, uh, I don't even white, know. White, white and awful. White and awful. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody, some woman who's a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it became that after that. So how how great or interesting is that timing because you, you the character you play is is kind of a karen although not, yeah you know, right necessarily but definitely a karen i think she's a, a would be a version of karen um but i think it's extra interesting that she's not white um and i think i think the the reason that she's not white is it sort of excuses her i think or at least that's what that's what i've heard on social media is like they see it as more of a coincidence but they don't they don't seem to lump her into the racist you know sh short blonde haired meme that it's become interesting oh uh, but it helps that she's annoying and not great in the series you know yeah 
Yeah, well, she's definitely the, you know, the uh, <laughs> pesky neighbor, the, the person that, uh, you know, you can't, you can't get away with murder in the suburbs without having a neighbor like Karen. <laughs> right, yeah, that's all yeah. up in your business with cameras and shit. Yeah, and that also just doesn't even know what she's looking for. She just, she just uh, you know, has nothing better to do. Right, bored with money. Yeah, wants a friendship. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of one so, of my favorite characters to watch, like the way she kind of gets picked on and all that, but... Is that equally fun to play or do you take that home with you a little bit? Oh God, no. I mean, I, I don't know about other actors or character actors. For me, playing like an asshole or someone clueless or stupid or something like that is, is extremely satisfying to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because I think we've been studying them our whole lives and, and <laughs> there's something really satisfying about being able to shove it back on the world. Right. <laughs> we're, we're surrounded by assholes all yeah, the time. Yeah, right? And we you can't a... say anything except study them. Right. It's our one break during quarantine to get away from all these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oscar, have you ever played an asshole? <laughs> I think so, yes, and it's the best. It, is it fun for you too? Yes, it's the best. There's nothing better than... than uh, playing someone with delusions of grandeur or someone who takes himself so seriously. It's the best. It's yeah. It's yeah. And to be, and, and part of it is that you're un self-aware. So there's something about being aware that you're doing, that you're playing this person that make that's like a little frosting on the cake. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're the best characters on TV. The characters that I gravitate to, you know, because I'm 92, like fault, a faulty towel, um, Basil Faulty, <laughs> people like that. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, yeah. Well, that's always the interesting thing is when somebody can kind of be despicable and that, but you love them anyway, you know, like you're, you know, you like them more than the, the people they're being mean to. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting thing about Oscar in the office because, you know, it's on, it's on all the time and I, and I rarely look away um, is that, like, I think he's a likable person who gets into some situations on the show that are, you know, questionable. But the the funniest thing to me about him is that, especially in the late later seasons, he always has to be right. So in situations where he doesn't get to say his final say and be absolutely the final word, it's, it's so in your face. I love it so much. <laughs> you're right thank you you're right it's on all the time I'm, I'm, home and I'm like oh my god this thing is on all the time yeah and it's just uh you know you're just um your oscar's always just right there with the facts when people are talking about stuff <laughs> you know it's it's funny too because in that situation like working in an office and that kind of pressure cooker even the nicest people it br it'll break you down sooner or later <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, no, no, niceness could be uh, aggravating in and of itself. Um, what about, speaking of aggravating people. Uh, Great setup. <laughs> what about the Dugs in your life, Karen? Take your time. You just called me Karen, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Susie, I, I'm so sorry. We'll edit that part out. Now nah, keep it in. 
I, you know, I edited it out because I got to say, I, I need to seem perfect. This is about uplifting Dougs. You can't think of any, really? I, I like uh, acquaintances, but not, you know, you yeah. might be my closest Doug. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been finding out with uh, Doug Miller and I both, that like the Dougs we... You know, the, the people we invite on know us, that, you know, that we're the Doug that they know. You yeah. are the Doug that I know. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to claim, uh, I'm going to claim DM too. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Oscar was like, that was a rare victory that, that you knew another Doug. One. Yeah. Yeah, one Doug. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, people had tend to have like one. And like, we haven't really, met, we haven't talked to anybody Correct me if I'm wrong, Doug, but we haven't talked to anybody who's like really had a long-term relationship with a, a Doug. No. I mean, I guess maybe maybe because they don't exist. I know I haven't had any. <laughs> yeah, someone was named after an uncle, Doug, that had passed away, and I think that's as close a relationship as anyone's had. Wow. Yeah. I. I know a bunch of mics, Susie. What's the name you know like a lot of? I know a bunch of mics, just one Doug. When I'm, I'm really thinking about it here. I, I know. Uh, I do yeah, know a, a Bob, and his name does sound longer than Doug. <laughs> uh, my my uh, DB, my cat's name is DB. I love that. Cool. But it, it doesn't stand for Doug Benson because that would be fucking creepy. Yeah, so, <laughs> so where did that come from? Uh, well, when I adopted him, they told me his name was Dancing Bear. Oh, I, my God. And I refused to call him Dancing Bear. But the um, rescue group would email me and say, how's Dancing Bear? And I would say, DB is great. <laughs> you just assume he was owned by Native Americans or... Was, uh, uh, it, it, no, she she was not Native American, but she just liked the he did something stupid one day or whatever, and she told him told, dancing bear. Yeah, and so uh, I'm from Chicago, and uh, I decided that his name would be Dick Butkus. Oh my God, that's go. beautiful. Uh, and so number fifty, yeah, and I call him DB. Be dancing bear, you might as well call your pet not a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, not a dog. It's just the worst. And he doesn't, I mean, and he just looked like, and he was older, you know, he wasn't a kitten. He, it's like I, I adopted like a, a war vet. Like he was just an old man. <laughs> it just seemed like humiliating to call him Dancing Bear. He, you know. Yeah, well, that, hey, just the name Dancing Bear, man, it's switching my head like we were talking about a dog. It's even weirder for a cat. It's weird. Yeah. It was weird. It's I actually weird. immediately just picture like the old like Russian bear on a unicycle or whatever. So I just picture you having a pet bear, which is pretty cool. Dancing, yeah. yeah. It might have been, like, I adopted him in that like hippie part of Malibu where there's like horses and shit, like cowboy <laughs> Malibu. Yeah. So that's where, that's where he came from. So maybe... <laughs> Maybe it's like a hippie thing. Did you think your cat, like, what about the move? Like, isn't that a big change of uh, pace being in Malibu? Sure, sure, yeah. It's a little uh, culture shock. Malibu ranch? Culture shock, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dancing bear. Poor I mean, dancing I guess bear. They, I guess cats just don't really, I mean, I guess you'd notice if they were extra sad or something, but they don't really. Uh, no, they're pretty know? adaptable. They don't emote or tell you, like, they just tell you when they're hungry or want to go out, right? 
Yeah, and I, I live in West Hollywood, so being a bear is actually a really good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> lot of mix-ups, a <laughs> lot of mix-ups around that neighborhood. Uh, I thought uh, you were I, a good, I thought you were a ba- your friend was a bear. <laughs> I have a question for Doug's. Yes, how do you, how do, how do you feel about the dog in um in Up and the spelling of his name D U G? I'm a huge fan of that dog. That dog in my opinion picks up that makes that movie a lot better uh when that dog shows up. Um, <laughs> so, do you claim him as a dog even though he spells it D U G? Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'll, I I do that sometimes just for, you know, just for fun, I'll spell it D-U-G because it's like, you, you know, something about D-O-U-G throws a lot of people off uh, <laughs> when they have to turn around and say it out loud, you know? Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's, no! It's a weird one. Oh, so if you just go, Dizzy, no. <laughs> if you just write, it, if you just write D-U-G, it's hard, it's hard to mispronounce D-U-G. <laughs> well, in, my handwriting can be so bad. I've mentioned this before, but... Sometimes if I write D-O-U-G, my U's can somehow look like an N, so it looks like dong. <laughs> so D-U-G is a good way to go a lot of times for me. But I do want to go, when things get going again, I do want to go to Starbucks and tell them my name is Dong. Dong. <laughs> guys, is, is, and I hope this is, is Doug fading away as a name because of the spelling and the confusion and people don't even know how to say it? I think and there's no there's no excitement around Doug. Like there's professional athletes, definitely. There's there's quite a few. There's that big uh, that astronaut that, yeah. that just, just came back from space. Uh, he's a Doug, but like, and the, other than that, like what? Well, there's no Doug that are any kind of hero to speak of. Well, potential first gentleman, as we've spoken of. Yes. Uh, Oh, really? We're very excited about the path that Biden and Harris, they win. Then Biden, either after, you know, four or eight years, decides to leave on his own or, you know, whatever. Let's say Biden's out of the picture. Then Kamala steps in and her husband's name is Doug. So the very first ever first man (gasps) is going to be Doug. Do we call him Doug or Douglas? I keep hearing I, just say Doug. Yeah. Yeah, I've I haven't heard Douglas yet. All right, we'll go with Doug. Which well, is guys, it? that's huge for you. It's gonna be yeah. so big. <laughs> that's huge. That, that could throw the name back in the mix for sure. Oh yeah, and, and then and then at, at some point there are all the Dougs are gonna be ten years old and seventy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh it's been a you know Kind of a rough name, you know. They named the guy Doug in the Hangover movies, and he's always the one that gets kidnapped and is in a trunk most of the time. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm. Um, the last, so the last, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Is that? Am I making that up? Isn't that an old timey actor? Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. Classic, uh, very, very old timey. You know, we've spoken to his estate, and they they don't even want to send a representative. Oh, uh, just like them. <laughs> They're self-hating Dougs. Can you imagine me calling up the estate of Douglas Fairbanks? <laughs> and wasn't he a known Lothario? Oh, uh, I think you're maybe. I I don't like he fucked. I know, <laughs> I know he was. Uh, you know, he was the like uh, the 
first Robin Hood, uh, you know, he I don't was. know if they've done Robin Hood before him, but he was definitely the one identified. And, and Susie's so awesome. She uses the word Lothario, then goes right to fucked. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> old English, to the, 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 just right to the gutter. <laughs> but I think there was a scandal, right? Wasn't there a scandal with that, with him? Oh, God. When uh, those people, yes, back then? I think there probably was some sort of scandal, but I don't remember what it was. But I think maybe just, that's why the estate is being hesitant. Oh, right. He might have had, uh, I didn't, yeah. we haven't talked to anyone there. They thought you were snooping around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I can't it. imagine what that would be, just talking to somebody that is familiar with Douglas Fairbanks Jr. <laughs> so relevant. <laughs> he was a um, Lothario that fucked. <laughs> he got laid constantly, that gentleman. Is there such a thing as a, uh, like a, you know, a Lothario that doesn't, doesn't fuck? Like one that doesn't? Like, can you, you gotta yes, have a, that name. A, a very bad Lothario. He was right? a very bad Lothario. He's a failed, yeah. a failed Lothario. <laughs> uh, so we're always talking about Doug's that we can get to come on the show. And have we mentioned uh, rapper 42, Doug? No. Do you know who that is? No. I do not, but I am excited. Do tell. Yeah, it's a rapper named 42 Doug. That's all I got. It's, what? Uh, it's spelled D-U-G-G, but I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> Have you ever looked for your name? I've looked for my name on social media. Not my name, but I've looked for Nakamura, just as sort of a social experiment on social media, uh, because Nakamura is a, kind of a common name, a common Japanese name. It's not like Smith, but it's like Johnson, maybe. Japanese, <laughs> Japanese Johnson. And I found a, a, a vast array of people and I just started following them. And one is like, one is a journalist, one is a, a, a wrestler in Japan, a Japanese wrestler, Shinsei Nakamura. Um, and I know personally Eric Nakamura, who owns Giant Robot. Um, oh, cool. And uh, Dan the Automator, the DJ Dan the Automator. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. His name's Dan, the, Dan oh, that's Nakamura. Right. Yeah. And there's like a butcher in Brooklyn named Nakamura. And I just, I don't know. Is it, does that make me a narcissist? <laughs> yeah, I like curious. it. I, if I didn't have such a boring name, I would totally do it. But Benson is like, there's so many out there and they're oh, also this... not shy about going, my name's Benson too. And then we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I love that you asked if you're a narcissist for looking up your name and then you're on a podcast with two guys named Doug. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about Doug's. <laughs> Burn on you guys. We're <laughs> just trying to elevate Doug's, you know. Yeah. Because, we, uh, have you, what, what about the last name, Douglas? Does that we're count? Also, we're investigating that. Of course, you know, Michael Douglas isn't returning our calls. But... Um, it's definitely something we would do is have a a last name Douglas on. We've you know we've, we're really diving into having people on who have played a character named Doug. <laughs> that, way, that way you can have interesting people on and then still but still talk about uh, Doug. So. Uh, my friend Grace Lee, who has a very common Asian name, uh, did a film 
and she, she basically looked for all, a bunch of Grace Lees and it interviewed it interviewed them. And it was fascinating because obviously there's a spectrum of Grace Lees, but also so it, it dealt with sort of identity and uh, culture and expectations and that kind of thing. And I think that's that's probably what led me to look for Nakamura's. But isn't there a, a convention of Mike Mikes that happen every year? Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, none of us are named Mike, so we don't really have a <laughs> uh, You guys should start like a Doug convention. <laughs> we definitely want to uh, go out into clubs and do this show uh, as a live experience where every uh, Doug in the audience, at the, at the end of the show, we bring up each Doug and have a, uh, a Doug pageant where we determine who, who the best Doug is. And um, <laughs> if it's not, I, I don't know. Do you think if I said everyone named Doug, if you could prove it on your ID, gets in for free, that we just wouldn't make any money because the whole audience <laughs> would be full of Dougs? Well, yeah, but and everyone has to na wear the uh, name badge that says, hello, my name is Doug. And they have to bring a guest. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so once, we, once things open up again, I really, I do think it could be a super fun uh, live show. Plus, plus Doug and I are both stand-ups. So we could do our acts and then also uh, do the podcast. Mess around with Doug's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't, huh? I don't think we'd have the problem based on 90% of the guests not knowing a Doug other than you, I think we'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, but if you just said all Dougs get in for free at, at a place, I don't know. I just feel like uh, they're definitely out there just because we don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> People but, like free stuff. Especially Dougs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll still be a, like a drink minimum when they get in or they'll oh, have to a buy a mask with our names on it. Or maybe yeah. a discount. I know Fred Armisen, Fred Armisen is a drummer, and he had a show where you had to prove you were a drummer, and they had a little pad out there. And But I don't know if they got in for free, but the, but maybe a discount or something. <laughs> hey, there we go. We have You get in free if you're a Doug and you can drum. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, then they're not going to get anybody. Like, we still want <laughs> to get butts in the seats. Because, you know, these Dougs are going to bring their girlfriends or whatever. Yes. That's right. And it's going to be fun for everybody because it's, you know, all the Dougs in the audience are going to feel like, hey, this show's about me for once. <laughs> for once. For once. Why is Smash Mouth trending? Because oh. <laughs> they, they, in, they infected a bunch of people. Um, is that true? I think so, right? Didn't they have a concert? They, had, they probably yeah. had, a con they had a concert recently, yeah. So now there's yeah. probably, probably the word is coming out that there was infections, but... Uh, as a non-Doug, I have a lot of questions for you, Dougs. Oh, I, okay. I found. No, 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 I'm not saying like as a setup. I'm just saying if you bring in non-Dougs, I think just the fact that you're having a podcast about Dougs sort of sparks questions in non-Dougs about your daily lives. <laughs> I think so. I think, you know, maybe we should even go the other way and just get names that are the most opposite of Doug that we could find. The show's got two Dugs. Why do we need more? What's the opposite <laughs> of Doug? What is the opposite of Doug? Um, just think of a really cool name that would belong to a very exotic individual. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so wait, when you go to the 
Oh, when you go to the farmer's market and there's that tower of license, California license plates with names on it, is there, uh, is there Douglas available? Doug, usually. Yeah, there's, it's usually Doug, but it's, it's usually, usually there. It's not one of those names that gets shut out on that, on that front. But it's okay. popular okay. to a point. It's, it's pretty popular. It makes the little license plate. Uh, yeah, if it's on the license plate yeah. carousel, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you get a lot of names. I get a lot of names on there. I don't think I'm on that. They don't have Look, Oscar. Oscar's and they don't, on there? No, Susie with a Z, never. And it's never been on there. Definitely oh. not Nakamura, unless you're in Japan at a wrestling match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so maybe Susie, S-U-S-I-E is S -S -I -E on there? S-U-S-I-E or Susan. Really? Susan. Right, right. Yeah, uh. yeah those <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, so I was going to say that uh, there's a guy, you know that, uh, have either of you been ever, Susie or Oscar, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer from Doug, uh, have either of you ever been on a soap opera? I have not. No. I mean. Like a, a daytime even, soap, no. Yeah, daytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some things might kind of seem like a soap opera, but I mean like the daytime so, Susie, have you ever auditioned for one? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I but it's hard. I've heard it's hard. Like, they shoot pages a day. But isn't that a New York thing? Am I? No, they do uh, Bold and the Beautiful here. Oh. Yeah, Young and the Restless and, uh, yeah, Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful, they do at uh, CBS Television City. Doug, have you ever gone out on auditions or you just like your stand-up? I used to go on auditions all the time and I, you know, I'd score here and there, but, uh, you're like, you know, yeah. acting is, you gotta be pretty serious about it, especially like commercial auditions. I, I just feel like I just never, I never had that, you know, I just didn't know how to get that thing that they're looking for. So yeah. like one day I just said to my agent, you know, offer only. So I'll probably never be in a commercial, but, uh, but that's, but as, I'll audition for things. I auditioned for a part in the last season of Modern Family, and the character was named Doug. <gasps> and, you know, and they called up my manager and asked me to come in. And I was like, oh, this is it. They named the character Doug. And I got there and I said to the writer, I go, why did you call this character Doug? And he's like, I, uh, somebody else named it. I didn't even name it. And, uh, <laughs> and then I didn't get the part. But... Uh. I was excited and I really liked the process, but uh, I'm glad that I don't do it uh, all the time. You know, like it's fun to audition for a, a show that I'm already a fan of, you know? Yeah, yeah, that rarely happens. Yeah. They didn't tell you like you can't pull off a Doug, did they? No, I think they <laughs> thought I did a great Doug. It was, you know, they just went another way with it uh, by picking somebody else. There were so many people I know, knew and liked it, like in the uh, waiting room to, to go in and read. That always freaks me out a little bit, too. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real, uh, like there's, there's competition in stand-up comedy, but it's more unspoken. Like it's not like everybody does a set and at the end of the night, you kind of have a feeling of uh, who did the best <laughs> and you just sort of go with that, but. You know, when it comes to casting, there's, you know, a decision has to be made about a specific person. And have you ever had the heartache of uh, 
No, I'm not even going to finish that question. You guys are <laughs> so great. This can't possibly have happened. Let's talk. Are you kidding it. me? Okay, let me try. You, have you ever been fired from an acting job? Yes. Uh, I've not been fired mid-show, but I, I have not been not asked back. I've done like a day of rehearsal, too, and they're like, you know what? We're okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all in agreement here. Yeah, and I hate auditioning. I hate auditioning. I was never good at commercials. No, it just I never got commercials. Ugh, me neither. I just don't get it. And uh, yeah, it's a real thing because, like, you know, as someone who never gets them, but you know, auditioned for plenty of them, I see who did get them, and it's somebody who's in other commercials. Yeah, there's never a face that's not in other commercials. You know, they somehow manage to just keep that those loops going. <laughs> and uh, you know, but. Good for them because uh, they, they, the people that are in commercials a lot tend to also not be booking the other kinds of acting. Yeah, I always wonder how they feel about that. I don't know. I think it's a double-edged sword because, and you know, they might be want want they maybe want to be doing other things, but it, they're you know the the checks aren't bouncing. They're making a living. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot yeah. of them buy like homes out of it. They're they're hot in the commercial world for like a year or two. They make nice bank. Yeah. Yeah, and some last longer than a few years. And then there's like that yeah. one guy that was like married to a commercial casting director and he was in every other commercial for a while. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, yeah. and, Oscar, you've crossed over. You've got that, uh, you've been in commercials with Chris Paul recently. Come on, that was an offer, huh? <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere, I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it the State Farm one? Yeah, but, but even that Susie was like, I think we did two summers, then that's it, it's over because... Cause, because uh, he left the team, right? Him and James had a falling out, and and he left the team, and then that was it. Then oh, right. They farmed yeah. going, and I, I was done. That's so, it, you're so lucky. He's so cute. And he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a nice guy, very nice guy. With me. He was nice with me. He's a good guy. Did you beat him in one-on-one -on -one in basketball? All the time. <laughs> and they're like, don't post that video. And I'm like, try to stop me. <laughs> and litigation, and it was a big mess. <laughs> You couldn't even block your uh, cell phone. No. Um, <laughs> just scream, oh. denied. This has been very helpful. We're getting, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the truth about Doug's on this show. Uh, Are we? All the time. And, um, oh, so I, I brought up soap operas for a reason. I'm such a dumb stoner. I brought up soap operas because... Uh there's a guy that's been on, I guess, Young and the Restless for a million years. His name is Doug Davidson. And oh. uh, I don't know. He might, he, we might be able to get him somehow. That would be awesome. <laughs> I hope it's a really dramatic episode. As actors a... who work some of the time and other times not, same with you, Doug. Do you, any of you watch soap operas? or have you ever, Has that ever been a thing to you? Uh, it was a little bit in grade school because my friend was watching it. And so I tried to get in it, but I, so that I, I, I watched it so that I have something to talk about, but I never really got into it. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never got into them. I know it was a thing. I never got into them. Yeah. I when think I only in, when I was I real young and my mom would watch it during the day. So I would watch it with her sometimes, but I didn't follow anything. 
<laughs> yeah, if I was home from school, I loved daytime TV because there were so many game shows. And uh, so I would just switch around and hit the game shows while my mom would watch her soap operas, her stories. She'd watch those, <laughs> she'd watch yeah. those in another room. But when I was in high school in junior college, me and my friends, uh, General Hospital was on like at like two, you know, so it was perfect to like, they would uh, watch it. Uh, they would like, you know, record it on a VCR or some shit. And then we just watch it back right away. And uh, so yeah, that was our daily thing is just going to one house and you know, saw all of us friends together watching uh, General Hospital. So I was, I was into that for a little while. Young people watching soap operas. I went to FIT for half a minute and people would watch soap operas. I never got into it. I'm like, what are you guys doing at lunch or whatever? Yeah, it's a real common area. You know, you can sit there and sort of shit talk it, but also the people that tell you they watch soap operas because they, you know, find it funny how lame they are also get completely uh, Stockholm Syndrome in terms of yes. actually caring what's happening to the character. <laughs> they, they ooh and ah over it. They start to have opinions about what the character should be doing. And, Doug, and, you're separating yourself from the, the, you were one of them. You were one of those kids with the popcorn ooing and eyeing over soap operas when you were a youngster. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I it didn't, uh, I, I, and now, now that I'm older, now uh, in the pandemic, I, I catch moments of, you know, because these soap operas are back to work, but they stage all these weird scenes where it's like a couple talking to each other from across the room. <laughs> and so I'm kind of fascinated by that, but I watch it with the sound off because I just want to see, I don't care what they're talking about. I just want to see the various tableaus they set up that give them an excuse to stay apart. Plus I noticed they're yelling at each other less, you know, because like yelling in someone's face is like the number one way to. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so there's less uh, emotional confrontations. <laughs> I'd like to get into like a Mexican soap opera or a Korean soap opera. And, and I don't know if they have subtitles, but um, I know there's a really popular Korean one. I can't remember the name right now, but uh, I think it was like Randall Park or someone who told me to, that he was into it. <laughs> so I was like, I'll take that recommendation. <laughs> and maybe like if, if we watched a Mexican soap opera, maybe we, our Spanish would get better. Oh, Right. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 That was um, yeah. That was like a homework assignment uh, in high school in my Spanish class was to watch <gasps> Destinos yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, people send us uh, or they write reviews on iTunes. You can go there and subscribe and rate and review. We appreciate everybody that does all of that. And I just want to quote a couple of people that wrote to us, starting with uh, someone named Shazzy Chaz, mm. which I already, I love that. Shazzy Chaz uh, said, you know the feeling you get when you see a package of plain white bread hot dog buns? <laughs> that is this show personified. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know how to take that, but it made me laugh. And then compliment. Uh, uh, Mikey A14 wrote, I've never, I've never known a Doug, but after listening to this podcast, my primary objective in life is to have a Doug of my own. 
<laughs> oh, you're inspiring people to reach out to dogs. Yeah, maybe everybody stalk a dog. Maybe, maybe after live shows when we can tour safely, we can have like an adopt a dog thing out front, you know? Yeah, adopt a dog, find a dog, hug a dog. <laughs> you know, it could be just for a day. Take a dog out uh, home for a day and just bring him back. Take a dog. <laughs> take, leave, leave a dog, take a dog. <laughs> that's perfect that's the name of this episode I, we always try to think of a name that's uh, a fun Doug reference that came up during it and uh, leave a Doug take a Doug is perfect that's good Yeah. Um, Susie what's going to happen with uh, Dead to Me season 3 like you haven't even shot anything yet right we have not shot anything yet uh I think production is slowly going back. Okay. I know some people that are going back September or October. I'm supposed to start uh, Avenue 5 again at the end of this year. Okay. Um, That's cool. I hadn't even heard that that show was uh, going again. Was that one where you knew there was going to be another season before you finished the first one? No, we, we wait, had to wait till it premiered, and uh, oh, it was a man. couple episodes in, and we found out. But that oh, was nice. Yeah. I great. love London. And it was nice that you, uh, your character survived. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> There's a lot of random death on that show. What if that was a show? What if that was a show where I was not asked back? <laughs> <laughs> you know that scene where we killed you off? We did that for a reason. You're awful. Goodbye. We don't want you anymore. You, you waffle. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Susie Nakamura. Thanks uh, for having me. Do you have anything to plug? No, I just, I just, <laughs> I just went this morning and got a a COVID test uh, for the Goldbergs, so things are starting oh. to shoot back slowly. I think. All right. Yeah, I've done a couple of things for, uh, for Netflix. I did a thing called social media from the home, from my home. I don't know when that's coming out. So yeah. Cool. But it, it sounded like you wanted to plug that you you tested negative, which is a good thing to plug. I just, <laughs> I don't know the result. I'm sure it's fine, but I, I just got back this morning. Tell Wendy I said hi. Yes. And um, do, you, uh, do you work with Zach Woods? Do you know Mr. Zach Woods? I do. Tell him I said hey. He's I will, I will. Funny kid. I, I, I'm sure we have a ton of friends in common. I know, I know, and I love yeah, all your Say work. hi to Josh Gad for me. <laughs> Hit him, uh, smack him on the butt and say, that's from Doug yeah, Benson. Doug's. What's up, Olaf? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your DB I said hi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do that. <laughs> all right. Thank well, you, thank Doug. You thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, you, guys. For being here. So much fun. And uh, you have any closing thoughts, Doug Mellard? Oh, that was just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Real quick for Susie, I did see you were in Deep Impact. Do you have any advice? Because there's supposed to be an asteroid in November. Uh, yes, duck. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm going to claim you as my second Doug, DM. That's Great. The word duck sounds too much like Doug. Yeah. And, and Doug's last name is Mellard, so he's walking around with the name Duck Mallard. 
<laughs> oh, man. Brought a lot of frustration over the years. Yeah, yeah, it sure has. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> don't Thanks, forget, guys. Don't forget to leave a dog, take a dog. Got it.